Welcome to Coaching Kids Curling, a podcast for youth curling coaches and program organizers. I'm Glenn Gabriel, a certified curling coach who lives in Pickering, Ontario, Canada. My mission is to give you the advice, resources, and inspiration you need to make your program better. In February, we held our first ever Dream Practice Draft. In this episode, the draft participants return to the podcast to reevaluate our picks and to find out who won the popular vote. Okay, so uh, I want to welcome back all of our general managers to our follow-up episode to our classic Dream Practice Draft episode in February, or at least we recorded it in February. Now, for the benefit of our listeners, if we could get everyone to briefly introduce themselves. Uh, if you've listened to the episodes, great, but maybe if this is the first one you've got, uh, let's briefly introduce ourselves. Pat, why don't you go first? Yeah, hi there. So I'm Pat Brown, and I'm a club coach at uh, Uxbridge Curling Club in Uxbridge, Ontario, and uh, I've been coaching for almost 10 years. Thanks, Pat. Tennille? Hi, I'm Tennille Bacek, and I'm the junior uh, program coordinator at the Okotoks Curling Club. Uh, We are a community south of Calgary, about 15 minutes or so, and uh, I run uh kind of the rec uh u12 and then u15 u18 um junior programs out of okotoks thanks to michelle yeah i'm michelle hunt i'm the little rocks coach at the royal city curling club uh, i do teach the juniors as well but just not as often and uh that's me thanks michelle mike hi everyone Mike Grigotsky from High Park Club in Toronto. I am the Little Rock section lead, and I've been coaching curling for about five years now. And I'm Glenn Gabriel. I'm the Little Rock's rep at East York Curling Club in Toronto, and I've been the rep of that program for about 10 years now. So uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, Thanks for introducing yourselves. Uh, Of course, we're here today to... uh, review the dream practice draft, which we held in February. I know I'm repeating myself, but I'm going to repeat myself maybe a couple of times. In that episode, we took turns creating our dream youth curling practices. And uh, since then, since those two episodes dropped, uh, we asked our fans on social media to vote for their favorite dream practice. Uh, The votes have been tabulated. Uh, and we'll be revealing our winner tonight. But before I crown our draft champion, with the benefit of hindsight, we're going to take a closer look at how our draft actually went down, maybe go behind the scenes and tell everybody how the sausage is made, as they say. So (laughs) I gave our general managers a few questions to mull over tonight. And I'm going to start with the first question, and this is going to go in order of how the draft went down uh, that night. Uh, the first question is, other than your own practice, which practice would you have voted for and why? Pat, the honor is yours. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, if I had to pick one, if I was voting, um, I was going to vote for Tennille. Um, <laughs> if nothing else, uh, because you actually had your guest show up live 
in social media uh, and pose in a photo. I mean, that, come on, that's over <laughs> the topic. It's either, it's either beautifully choreographed or you're the luckiest person out there, or maybe it's both. Uh, but that's pretty cool. So one vote for vote. Team Tennille? Yep. Gotcha. Uh, speaking of Tennille, you're next. Okay. Uh, this is tough. There was a lot of elements from everybody's that I really, really liked. Um, when I went through it, and not just because Pat just gave a shout out to mine, but uh, see, I have notes made. I don't know if you can see, but I, Pat, there was, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the spaghetti thing still can't quite get on that, but, uh, I like the other elements and, uh, I just imagine, yeah, Dwayne the Rock, uh, Johnson being the guest one. I thought that would be, uh, be a lot of fun. And I really hope that he'd bring his ukulele cause he looks so, oh. he plays a little ukulele. So <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, the the rock plays ukulele. Did I miss something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, he's got more talent than I thought. There you go. Yeah. I think <laughs> if he was just sitting at the edge of the rink playing soothing ukulele while we play, um, yeah. What, what, <laughs> what, what, could you ask for more? You make a I'm good there. point, Pat. <laughs> uh, Michelle, uh, which team would you have chosen, and why? It, it was hard, um, but I picked yours. Uh, oh. <laughs> so so uh, between the fries and the ketchup um, and your celebrity pick, uh, Fujisawa from Japan, um, yeah, that, that was definitely high on the list. Well, thanks, Michelle. No, I'm, I'm flattered. Um, <laughs> uh, Mike. Thanks, uh, thanks, Glenn. It was a really hard choice, but I went with Team Tennille as well for um, ah. for a, the reason Pat mentioned as well. Having Mark Kennedy actually show up on social media and being there to promote that up that caught me that caught my attention pretty quickly. So hats off to that. And I, you know, don't want to steal some of the things I'm going to talk about later, but um, I did implement some of the things that Tennille talked about in uh, her draft. So I was. Um, that pushed it over the edge when I was considering all the other um, draft choices that the other managers made. So that uh, that got my vote for the um, who I would have picked in the end. So so good good job everyone. But um, hats off to Tennille. Well, excellent. Thank you, Mike. And uh, I'll I'll cast uh, two votes. I, I'm, this might be cheating, but <laughs> I, sorry. I have an honorary vote from Mike because uh, I felt that his practice uh, had actually a theme. And, you know, as we were creating it on the fly, it had like an old school theme. So not only was there a spinorama involved and corn brooms, but Jeff Stoughton as well. Like this is sometimes in practices, you want everything to sort of make sense together. And arguably, Mike's was the one that made the most sense together. So that's <laughs> yeah. the honorary, uh, the honorary vote. But when it came down to which practice, I thought if I could just implement a practice at, in my club for my kids, which are Little Rocks, I voted Michelle. So there's actually things in your practice I've done, and I, I, I'm going to cheat a little bit. But yeah, bocce, when I heard you pick bocce, I went, ah, no, <laughs> that's what I do. That's our, ah, that's what I do at our club. But Pat, Coach Pat knows we've played it a billion times at East York. So those are my votes. Honorary vote to, to Coach Mike and his team. And uh, yeah, my vote goes to Michelle uh, because I've probably run that practice before. <laughs> uh, 
maybe not the chocolate covered strawberries, but uh, mm. excellent snack because it's fruit and uh, a little not fruit. You know, it's it's good for the heart, right? It's uh, something like, good for you it's... and maybe not so good for you, which is the 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 which is the good thing about all snacks uh, at snack time. So uh, there you go, a uh, couple of votes uh, all around, I think. Uh, okay, so let's go right to the next question. And in this uh, question, for the last of the questions, we'll just answer them. Whoever feels like they want to pipe up, okay. So the second question is, we were doing the draft, and it took almost an hour and a half, uh, and we had a lot of uh, of ideas float out there. Are there any picks you were jealous of, or picks as soon as you heard them, you went, oh, man, I wish I picked that one? Uh, the Spinorama. <laughs> I, I mean, I... I don't think we've ever tried that with the kids, but I so want to. And of course, I don't think we, I think we had one practice after that. So um, after we had finished everything. So uh, yeah, didn't get to implement, but yeah, we'll do that next, next year for sure. That is great to hear. Yeah. 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 So there was, there, there was one, there was one from Glenn. Um, It was a sweeping drill, the footwork with two rocks. And uh, when I heard you explain it, I was like, wow, okay, I've been mesmerized by people doing the footwork and never quite understood, like, well, how did they learn? Um, and so that's definitely one that, uh, you, know, you know, looking at the kids at the club and seeing them attempt sweeping-ish things, um, I was just like, okay, you know what? Like, that would be a great thing to learn. It's like, what do you do with your feet? Um, because uh, there's all kinds of, iffy stuff out there but i thought that was an interesting one i i am gonna try that one i think that one's uh, a pretty cool move i have to try it myself first if i can't do it i'm not gonna try someone else doing it so but uh yeah i like that one i think I that's the coach's curse where you have to uh know what know what you're teaching sorry mike <laughs> yeah no cameras that day <laughs> i know um the pick I was jealous of, this was mentioned earlier, but I was jealous of Pat's uh, ice cream cone filled with spaghetti and the, all of that stuff. I was just jealous because of the sheer creativity of it. I thought like, wow, I I just had donuts that I thought were going to look good as like little curling rocks and that. But when I started hearing about that, it was like, okay, that is some creativity right there. And that's I was jealous of that right off the start. And then I was really hungry and then I wanted <laughs> ice cream. And I wanted, well, I wanted ice cream cone filled with spaghetti. And that's, uh, it just got me going through the whole night. It was. Like, and he produced a picture. That's right. Yes, yes. that is right. He <laughs> produced the picture. That, that, it, that was just plain and impressive. It was no unicorn. <laughs> well, it, it was. I, I, I owe you the picture, at least from the beginning of next year, when I actually say, okay, kids, gather around, get your, get your, uh, get your cone and step up to the bowl. Right. <laughs> We're going to make a pact right now. If any of us five actually implements this idea, there needs to be video of some evidence of this event happening. And we may not share it. uh, We may not share it to social media, but we'll definitely share it in the Zoom call. I I think you can just you can just send the picture without even a caption and you'll know. I think soon enough when, when like Little Rock's bonds fields start picking up again and you get to the buffet line for lunch, it's going to be nothing oh. but ice cream cones filled with spaghetti. And that's just, and kids are going to, they're going to love it. They're going to love it. You wait and see. 
Mark my words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coming to a bond field near you. Awesome. <laughs> uh, any other picks that people were jealous of? I'll I'll go if uh, people are still thinking. Or Tennille? Uh I just I like the idea of imitating sports as a warm up. Um, mm. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Some of the ideas I might mention them later when we get to what have you tried yet? Because I don't know if I'm really jealous of them yet because i don't know if they're going to work or not <laughs> but, uh, um yeah imitating sports i mean i've had them imitate animals and stuff like that before but uh that's a quick and easy one that uh um and it lets you learn about the kids too outside of curling if you ask like you know what sport do you do and uh i love those kind of activities that i get to learn about my curlers um just to have those connections with them so i like that idea great i wrote down one for each of you because I was jealous of all of you. So I already I already talked about Michelle's bocce. And on the episode itself, I talked about Mike picking blinding lights from the weekend. How you could pick a Scarborough guy, and I'm from Scarborough. I'm just, I'm disappointed in myself, Mike, actually. <laughs> now, uh, from Pat, oh, actually, I'll go to Tanil. Tanil, you, got, you uh, mentioned the yummy yucky intro mm-hmm. drill, warm up. Uh, or delivery, I think it was a delivery yeah. drill. Delivery, yeah. I really like the fact that I think you said you borrowed it from swimming. <laughs> and I just think that we can borrow things from other sports and take them into curling. Such as your last podcast. <laughs> or are you talking about the Ted Lasso one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I just saw it. Not, you would you know, do some shameless self-promotion for you here, Glenn. But that looks yeah. like a really good one. I can't wait. I'm going to probably listen to that after, we, um, after we're done here today. Oh, that's great, Mike. Uh, yeah, soccer and curling. Go figure. Uh, who knows there were connections to be made. Pat, the things I was jealous of in your team were, they actually had two things. I mean, the Matt Hamilton selection was dynamite. I, as soon as you said it, I went, ah, I should have, yeah, I should have took that one. And then the game em- enemy, enemy sweepers. Mm. Anytime you can get kids battling, even on their own teams, yeah, that's a good game. So yeah, I, <laughs> th- those were my uh, my envious picks of of the other teams. Now, as a follow up question to that, have any of you used ideas from that dream practice draft at your own practices? I, I had I had the opportunity to have. I think, you know, we had like two or three practices after and um, what I actually put in for our last, our closer event was just live music out on the ice, all practice long, just cranked. And um, I actually took everybody's favorite song plus a whole bunch of like anthem rock songs and just put them on. And it actually was maybe one of the most energetic closing days ever and i was just like well hey you know they're playing games and they're having fun but at the same time like they are actually partying and um i think that was one of the things that you know we've kind of lost along the way it's like well hey we're you know focusing so much on learn something and then play and then snack and go home like well hey you know what some good chunky you just want to (laughs) play so um having uh music going the whole time um, was motivating past the warm up, right? And uh, I'm thinking that you know, in the future, I'll probably say, "Hey, you know what? 
for the last hour, I'm just going to turn up the volume and, and just let, let them go. I love that. Thanks for all the, uh, the great tunes. Oh, did, did you actually use tunes from our list? Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, I, I was like, make a playlist, make a playlist, make a playlist. And then it's like, okay, curling playlist, and it's getting longer. And- ah. <laughs> nice. If you're on Spotify, you should just make it a list and there you go. share it with the world. So there's um there's some things basically I I took a whole bunch of things from the um from the draft and implemented them. So I, I mentioned I did take some things from Tenille. I did progressive hog lines. Now someone else had progressive hog lines too as um that so that was like a double double take there. Um also I'm, I'm a big fan of the Howard game, uh, because I remember you mentioned that Tenille, where you can't do the takeouts, you gotta do draws because yeah. any um, most boys and a lot of the girls want to hit every single thing that's on the ice all the time. So that's kind of good. So we put that in play. Used Bocce as well. I think that was uh, Michelle. That was you Michelle. Had, that yeah. was Michelle had that one. So thank you for that. Um, and we had the um, the lunges too by Glenn were something we made sure we we're doing. We we're trying to get our stretching of beginning to be a little bit more, um, you know, um, aerobic like get more movement in our stretching a bit so the lunges are going to get those big muscles firing so there was a whole bunch of stuff that i um that i put in from from everyone's which i thought was um it was good it was a big learning process for me the the whole draft so thank you everyone oh thanks mike hey, last call anyone want to uh, i'll go go ahead um, so we had two weeks after um we recorded but those two weeks were um game weeks that we had uh, set aside for that. And uh, so I didn't want to do any uh, drills because the kids were looking forward to that. Um, but definitely going into next year, um, just kind of revisiting some different things that maybe we haven't done for a while. So um, yeah, just some of that. But um, the one rock slide, I have never tried that. Mm. And I am certainly going to. Um, I actually was doing a an adult learn to curl um shortly after we recorded it and i really really wanted to try it with them but i thought i should try it myself first but uh uh i'm looking forward to trying that one um enemy sweepers i've done that in the past a little bit differently but um i like the way that you structured that so i was going to do um that uh, bocce curling, this might sound really silly, but I've always played bocce curling with both teams throwing from the same end and oh. having them throwing from different ends. I was like, well, that just is going to speed up the process a little bit because, well, this kid's getting in the hack, then, you know, yeah. So, um, just even something different to mix it up. Um, but trying bocce curling, uh, uh, that way I thought would be fun for next year. So. Definitely, I've uh, jotted down some ideas for next year's. Are we next already year's planning? Next everything. I'm like, I'm trying it all. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I noticed nobody said, but I guess it was implicit that you're all trying corn broom sweeping, though, as your first lesson yeah. for next year. That, oh, is, yes. that is what I'm expecting to hear across all clubs when we, we reconvene at a future date. And yeah. I also <laughs> thought spinorama would be appropriate on the first one of the season, too. <laughs> And then that way, even if the kids fall because they've been off the ice for a while, we can pretend like they were trying to do the spin around. Perfect. <laughs> well, Mike, we, we did the spin around once in our practice, but we left it to the final day. Oh, of course. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I think the final day you sort of let the rules go a little bit and then whatever. We, yeah, all kinds of games and things you'd never try, you tend to let that 
happen on that last day. But but it's probably a lesson to try these things earlier, and, and you never know, right? Maybe it'll be a a, a stalwart of your program, stalwart. And- Legacy, given, perhaps. <laughs> given uh, the World Men's and um, the last Grand Slam event, there has been a number of spinoramas. Like, I think mm. this is a vital skill. That's, uh, but again, I, they save it to the very end. <laughs> I saw one curl. I can't remember what team it was. He pulled his leg up from behind yes. him and pulled it through. Yes. I, it was I one think of the that was Asian... South Korea. Yeah, it was, yes. the, it was yes. South Korea. That... I, I didn't think... I. I had to go back and rewatch that. I didn't think I'd actually seen that. <laughs> I anatomically, I don't know how yeah. that leg came up because his shoulders stayed like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was something. You know, yeah, go. I'm sure if he you go look it up. Former gymnast. Yeah. Oh, is that what he was? He, he must. Oh, have I, been. I don't know, but he oh. had to have been. Yeah. <laughs> to pull oh, that sure. stunt. Yeah, I, I rewound that a couple times. And <laughs> showed the kids, and yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Looks like you've got some googling to do, Glenn. <laughs> I, I might just look like yeah. this is brand new. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I, I knew a Dean threw one when the game was kind of out of hand. Yeah, but I uh, think it was uh, U.S. South Korea. The what was it, the semifinal? I think yeah. in the worlds, and yeah, they they went. They did a whole bunch of crazy stuff at the end there because yeah. they had to. <laughs> they were forced to play that last end, and right. they would have normally quit. <laughs> so, okay. The last question of the ones I written down was, uh, of course, in preparation, in, in all the research and high preparation for the last uh, the draft episode, I'm sure we left some ideas on the table that we never even brought up. I, I know that in the episode itself, I sort of hinted that I did, but uh, anyone else want to pipe up with some ideas that they left on the table? Kind of wish that they could have brought out. I would have changed my song. <laughs> Uh, so my other pick was let's get it started my Uh, black eyed peas i shook on with i i had them see i have i have notes too uh, (laughs) (laughs) two sets of them Um, and and smash mouth was written just above it and i should have gone with i just i wrote it in that order and I said it in that order. I just switched up. I, but know. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I thought Smash Bros was great. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a good, it's still a good song, but I know. Yeah. Uh anyone else? Well I had um I, I made yeah I'm I'm a planner. So I have lists here and uh, <laughs> um just so the what? listeners uh, realize what's happening. Uh <laughs> Uh, both Michelle and Tanil have just put up their notebooks to the Zoom screen, <laughs> and uh, as proof of actual research and writing. Uh, so go on, Tanil. I just this is an audio format, so I just want to. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, so I had um, one game. Um, it's actually I just came across it relatively recently, uh, and it's called In the Net. And uh, you put four pylons in a square wherever on the ice you want to it. So it's kind of like bocce. Um, But instead of getting closest to the bocce ball um, or to that target ball, you have to get it in those four pylons in the net. Um, So I had that game there. Um, I was kind of going to use it depending on what need be, because certainly it could be sweeping if the sweepers are trying to get it into that that net area um it could be a delivery game 
um, if I needed to use a delivery <laughs> game. Um, I could have put it in the game one as well, too. It's just uh, you can use a lot of different. Um, it could have fit in a lot of different places. And uh, like I said, I just came across it fairly recently and uh, my curlers quite enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it was just a little bit bigger target than that single one. And um, yeah, they it was like we were playing hockey because they would sweep. And then if it got in the net, it was like, yeah, it was like <laughs> hockey scoring and stuff like that. So that was a fun one. Um, and then because I chose the Howard game with the no takeouts, um, I did have a game there as well. Um, I have yet to meet a group of kids that don't like playing crazy eights, which uh, those Classic. that aren't familiar, it's the eight rocks in the rings and you try to take them out. So um, I do, you know, we play maybe one week. Our little game time at the end would be that uh, Howard game with no hits. And then the next we might do uh, the crazy eights to kind of balance that out. Um and snacks, uh, snacks was a really debated topic. I was nervous. If you guys recall, we traded draft picks for this one. <laughs> um, my other one that I did leave on the table for snacks was taco in a bag. Um, Go yeah, on. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> So that was uh, if hot dogs had been taken, um, I was assuming somebody would take French fries and uh, Glenn, you did, but taco in the bag, I still, uh, that hadn't came out yet. And um, yeah, I think that I might be competing with uh, Mike, this one, if I am seeing correctly on his posts on the weekend, but I did have Colin Hodgson as my, as another celebrity guest. Oh, there we are. Um, because, um, yes, <laughs> he gave my son a broom uh, a couple of years ago as well. Uh, and I just the interactions that uh, I don't know if, uh, if you guys can, if you recall oh, that, awesome. that was my little guy that uh, had uh, been on. Cool. I've and, seen that. Uh, I've, I've seen yeah. that on social media before. I've seen that one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I'm going to be totally honest. I knew that uh, my son was going up to the Mark Kennedy bond spiel while the uh, voting was on. And uh, I kind of hoped that I could uh, could talk to uh, him while I was there. So, um, yeah. <laughs> well, Tanil, hold, hold well on to that story because uh, we're going to get there pretty soon. Uh, uh, I, I will talk about two ideas I left on the table, sort of hinting at, it was the sweeping section, and I sort of hinted that I was struggling to pick one over another. Yeah. So the the one that I left on the table was a pretty classic one. It's partner sweeping, of course, where you have partners and one person's pushing the rock and mm -hmm. the other person's sweeping mm -hmm. in front of it. Oh. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know, at any level... You know, it doesn't matter if you're adults or not, kids, there's always a partner sweeping somewhere. That's one of the basic uh, sweeping exercises. And I thought, eh, you know, this, let's let's be a little more original and creative. So let's go with the, the footwork thing. So that was one. The other one had to do with games. Yeah, I guess it would be considered games. And it's another classic, like Crazy Eights is a classic. It's line dancing. <laughs> for those people who are so not on my list <laughs> right hold on hold on let's see uh here now i get to show my notebook let's see uh, it's all backwards Perfect. there you go uh so line dancing for those listeners who might not be aware it's a pretty simple game it's basically 
it's typically a team, and they're trying to get all eight of their rocks on the center line, and uh, in play in the center in the center line. So it has to cross the far hog line. Uh, the problem is, well, you know what? I'm not going to spoil it. That's a spoiler. Uh, uh. But uh, it can get difficult depending where the first rock lands. Uh, but I've used that uh, drill since uh, I started coaching, basically. Beginner competitive teams, competitive competitive teams, and even little rocks. Uh, if, if, they're, if they've got enough uh, skill, we'll get them to throw the rocks and try to get as many on the center line. It's just the game itself is pretty simple, and it's the score is pretty easy to determine. What's ever on the center line is is a point, and eight points is the maximum. So that was the other thing I left on the table. Fortunately, four corners was still there, yeah. and um, uh, I learned that this was the most popular game that uh, that gentleman who contacted me by email, he tried it with his kids on the last day, and that was the most popular game by far. So it made me feel a little better about what four corners uh, represents. So those were my uh, ideas on the table. Two of the like, I don't know, fifteen other ones that uh-huh. I had uh, on the page. So let's get right to it. I, I know that we're all waiting with bated breath to find out who won this thing. And uh, just like I did with my first category, I'm going to declare an honorary mention and then the actual draft champion. So I'm going to call on our honorary honorary mention winner, uh, Tanil, who got five of the votes on Twitter. Congratulations. Round of applause. Uh, absolutely an honorary mention, and absolutely a huge reason was because of you getting Mark Kennedy to actually vote. Uh, the picture was impressive. The picture was impressive, but to forget to get him to actually vote for you and your team was almost or more impressive than the photo itself <laughs> to me. So tell us the story. How did you get Mark Kennedy to vote for your team? And where does that picture come from? Um, yeah. So as I mentioned uh, in the podcast, he and his wife run uh bond spiel in Edmonton. And my son was going up there for their, uh, the first time to compete in it this year. Um, and hit, uh, Mark and his wife were at the rink, like, all day they were the first ones there the last ones to leave um the first day he was like non-stop busy um i think they said that there was 30 some teams like it was crazy how many teams it was actually split between two ranks um he oh. was like measuring all of like every one of the kids they had two hot shots that they had to do at the beginning he measured every one of the kids rocks um so yeah he was so busy the first day the second day, um, he was there, and uh, um, there was one time where he he was actually coming around selling uh, calendars. Those calendars, he was actually asking if we wanted them for free because they had too many of them. And uh, I said, like, I said, I'm not going to bother you. You know, you were busy yesterday, but I said, do you have a couple minutes right now? And uh, he's like, yeah, sure. So I explained to him about the podcast and uh, what the draft was and stuff like that. And, uh, um, and showed him the options and talked about it a little bit and said, would you mind voting for me? And he's like, yeah, that's awesome. He's like, are you saying? Uh, yeah. So yeah, he got all the information and then, uh, and we actually had a really good chat after that as well too he's been in okotoks uh 
I would, I don't know, I've seen him here a couple of times. Um, and he actually did uh, um, a camp here a couple of years ago. He was so good with my son. Um, and he remembers things like he didn't remember my name, but when we got talking, which I wouldn't at all expect him to, but he's like, yeah. And he remembered my son and, uh, yeah. So we just got talking about curling as a whole and, and the youth programs and yeah, so it was, uh, it was really good. And then I asked if I could take a picture too. I said, just like, verification that like this is you that was going <laughs> <and>, uh, <laughs> um yeah so he uh the the event was amazing um they had a hot shots bond spiel and joanne courtney was actually the guest speaker that night um i didn't get to hear her because it was made very clear that uh parents were to drop the kids off and pick them up later and uh this was just a night for the kids and uh so yeah i mean we were there for it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday because of the number of teams and uh, um, just what they gave to the event and the sport was uh, incredible. So, um, yeah, that was uh, that was how that came to be. Amazing. Fantastic. That was so cool. Yeah. Such a, well done. Well done. <laughs> well, uh, Tanil, what can I say? Uh, definitely the honorary mention this time. And uh, <laughs> when we saw the photo, yeah, I mean – Come on, uh, your 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 prize will be in the mail soon for sure. No, I he asked what the prize was, and I said I don't care. I said like I just like bragging rights is good for me. Well, <laughs> let's just say it's bragging rights mostly. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, I will send you something. Uh, oh, so, uh, Neil, great job. Uh, but uh, far and away uh, the. Uh, the draft champion with 11 votes on Twitter. Uh, Mike, hey. congratulations. Hey. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. That is, I'm You I'm had thrilled. a huge social media explosion. Yeah. Uh, a, <laughs> when it few... comes to my uh, podcast, yeah, there was a huge social media explosion. I've got some uh, old-time curling friends I'd like to uh, lend their support. So they... Uh, they were quick to jump in and quick to uh, listen to the episode, and uh, you know I'm glad they glad they enjoyed it, and I'm uh, you know I'm thrilled they voted for me. So thank you, uh, thank you, Glenn. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, no, it, it really did uh, demonstrate the amount of support you have online uh, and and from the club. Uh, I could tell that a lot of these folks uh, either help you out or their members mm-hmm. or uh, yeah. So uh, a well deserved win and. Uh, yeah, I, I've been thinking about your prize, Mike. Oh, so, gee. Okay, so what, what's it going to be? I, I, hey, I'm good with bragging rights too. I just to say that, like that's uh, <laughs> just knowing to, to win amongst this group is, uh, you know, it's a uh, it's quite an honor. Well, uh, I would run downstairs and show you. Oh, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to save it for later. I, I'm, this is how unorganized I am. Sometimes <laughs> I, I knew that we were having this Zoom call. <laughs> But uh, you know what? I'll give you a choice. There, 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 there will be a choice involved. Uh, okay. Whether you decide one or the other, we'll we'll post the result on social media. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's a uh, an appropriate way to uh, spread the news. So uh, again, Mike, congratulations! You are the winner of the first annual 
uh, dream practice draft. And um, yeah, it's one more time. Congrats, Mike. Hey, thanks. Yeah, again. congrats, thanks, Mike. We're coming after you, buddy. Yeah, I got a target on my back now. <laughs> yeah, like I'm I'm the new I'm the new team on the block. So look out! I got got my corn brooms. Awesome. I got my I got my weekend. I got it all ready for you. So. It's like well, you know, gold lines. Gold lines going to be coming out with a new, yep. uh, you know, Gergotsky one hundred <laughs> corn broom for you know coaches everywhere. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be. I'll be signing them at your local curling club soon enough. Look out! <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, that really, uh, that's, that's all, <laughs> uh, anyway, congratulations and, and thanks to uh, everyone who participated in the dream practice draft. Uh, I have a feeling we'll, uh, uh, we'll have you on the podcast in, in the months and years ahead. And, uh, I don't know any, any final thoughts, I, I by the way, I'm not kidding. I, I, I think we're going to do this again next year. Uh, if you're all, uh, up for it uh we'll make this an annual thing although i will say you can't choose the same things again <laughs> it has to be all original ideas uh i hope uh we bring some new uh ideas to the fold but uh yeah any, any final words uh yeah what, what did we think I, I mean it's been about a month and a bit two months since february 28th was when we recorded it and this is april the 18th Correct. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know time flies. Huh. Are, are, are all of your programs done right now? Like, has the season shut yeah. down for all of you? Yeah, we're, we're still we're still going at Hyde Park. We still got another uh, three weeks oh. of our program because we had a bit nice. of a pause um, right. when things got kind of uh, rough around here, COVID wise. So we paused and uh, we've extended the season a bit. So we've got uh, we got three more weeks. So uh, three more weeks to implement some more of these ideas. I guess that's where I'll end off, which is uh, we've sort of mentioned some of the ideas that have been floating around. As we're preparing for our next season, 2022-23, is there one idea that you're excited to bring to your practices starting in the fall? For me, it's the warm-ups. I, I think the just changing up the warm-ups is, is going to be uh, exciting. Um, we tend to do the same things over and over again. We actually get the kids to to uh, lead the warm-ups themselves, but they tend to fall back on what was done last week. So uh, changing that up a bit is, is going to be helpful. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm going to be sticking with the music. Um, definitely, um, not all the time, but certainly, uh, you know, when, uh, when we're not doing a lesson, once it's time to actually, you know, start trying it out and definitely getting into gameplay and during the warm up, um, you know, usually it's after the warm up the music goes away. It's like no, 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 I'm gonna bring that back and uh, make that part of uh, the afternoon for sure. I agree. I like that idea too. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I was out one. I don't, I don't even remember what it was. And I was throwing rocks one day and uh, there was some music in the background. I was like, that's, that's kind of nice. Um, but yeah, letting it go for those. Because uh, what we were doing, uh, we have a program that we're working with. And like there's drills one week and then um, 
we kind of offset that by having a game the next week and then drills in the game and so on, because we uh, generally have a 20 week season and uh, the program that we follow is uh, about 12 weeks or so. And, um, but yeah, the weeks that it's games, um, I'm liking building this playlist here. So uh, we'll be doing that. Looking forward to that on Spotify, that playlist coming soon. So Pat's got his work for Cadeo from there. Good. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll add one thing. I'm getting a little more technical here. The um, one thing wasn't mentioned, but someone had uh, down progressive slides. I can't remember who had that one. Uh, yeah, Michelle, think, thank you. Oh, uh, oh, I did, think we. I think two of us did. Yeah. Did, okay. I, I would like to get that um, into my program sooner than later. Generally, that's something I kind of, I don't know why this year we've had it later, but it's something I'd like to do sooner in the year than later. I think that's a good drill to to get those different leg strengths for your um, your delivery out and get the players thinking about that more instead of just sliding and seeing how hard you can go. Sorry, that actually was in Michelle's um, draft, but okay. that is one that so I, I put my hand up because um, that's part of our weekly. Like that's actually how we get the kids warming up on the mm, ice. Nice. Um, I don't know. I had some very smart people. Um, I think it was uh, Tina Ford Johnston. She's uh, part of our competitive junior program here. And um, she'd mentioned to me just um, she did that, was a believer of that, um, because you get those muscles just a little bit stretched out every time. Okay. Um, and that it can actually be harmful for your body if you just get in the hack even though you've warmed up inside but if you get in the hack and just <laughs> launch out uh, as hard as you can so that has mm -hmm. just become uh our on ice warm-up um which but yeah no that was totally michelle's in the draft but uh that's how we incorporate it in our uh, weekly program love that that's, that's a great idea that, that's tremendous i'm i mean just seeing all that and I'm like wow nice when I used to coach competitively, at least competitive youth teams, uh, teenagers, uh, the progressive slides was one of the standard things we do in a warm up, like the five minutes or 10 minutes you get before an actual competition. So if you teach your kids that particular drill uh, as a weekly thing, it's, there's a good chance they're going to redo it somewhere else or, or use it somewhere like at a camp or something. They'll know mm. exactly what that is and they won't be. Uh, unprepared for it so highly highly recommended uh great great draft choice ah you took another draft <laughs> choice Arr. uh but uh, i'll also second I, I know this is more dittos but uh, i'll ditto pat and and music when uh cross my fingers our little rocks program returns at east york that was almost always uh, a standard in our program we warm up to music and and pat's right too that there's no reason why you can't play it on the ice as long as things are safe you could hear each other i guess i mean unless there's unless there's you know a safety issue there's no reason why you can't play it and it does make it fun and that's the whole point of it so uh kudos to you pat and anyone who else who suggested music uh i i triple ditto the spotify playlist i'm not even on spotify and yet i know that that playlists are what the kids go to nowadays. Ah. So, uh, guys, thanks so much. Uh, Pat, Mike, Michelle, Tennille, uh, enjoyed it. And uh, your prizes are in the mail, uh, ah. Tennille and Mike. <laughs> and uh, we will let uh, the public know what those are soon enough. But uh, uh, great job, guys. Uh, thanks for joining me tonight.
Well, thank you so awesome. much. This was uh, such an honor to be working with you guys and um, new ideas and just kind of remembering some of the ones that I haven't done for a while. So thank you guys very much. I uh, very much appreciated this. Thank you. Uh, thanks, everyone. It was, this was great. Uh, I'll, I'll put this out there as the final thing. Uh, each one of the coaches that joined joined us tonight, they're experienced coaches. They've got a lot of in practice in practice experience. Uh, a lot of them have put their social media and email contacts in our show notes. If you want to contact them and, and learn more about their programs or you want to pick their brains, I'm sure they're more than willing to to help you out because this is the mission of this podcast. It's to help our listeners and youth curling coaches and organizers build better programs. And you can't ask for better coaches than the ones I have tonight. So uh, great job, guys. And uh, we'll see you in, well, I'm just going to say a year's time, but I'm sure it'll be a lot sooner. Enjoy I already your- have ideas. I'm ready. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 uh, for the listeners, she's showing her notebook again on Zoom. Uh. So uh, they're, they're, it's it's filled. I can't even read the writing. I think it's another language, but uh, it's uh, it looks great. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, take care. Good night. Thank you, guys. Thank Thanks, you. Glenn. So much fun. If you're a supporter of this podcast, I encourage you to follow our Twitter account, which is the at symbol followed by Kids Curling. One more time, the at symbol followed by Kids Curling. I'll also have that Twitter handle listed in today's show notes. This has been the Coaching Kids Curling Podcast. To reach me, Coach Glenn, please email coachingkidscurling at gmail.com. To follow the podcast for free, visit our website, coachingkidscurling.com. You can also find show notes and links to the resources mentioned in this episode and in previous episodes. The intro and outro music is Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. Thanks for listening. Good luck and good curling.